This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's going on? Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM alongside Michael Lombardi. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. We are live from Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And, and Michael, this time of year, I feel like, is really fun because... You've got the NBA playoffs going yeah. on. Today's day one of the NHL postseason, 10 you days away. Jersey. Femi had a jersey on today. I'm actually really mad at myself when I saw him walking out with the Kraken Mitch jersey. Mitch and Paulie had one. Paulie had an Eminent Oilers jersey on. I'm just slacking, apparently, Mi- on the Mitch network. Mitch had Toronto Maple Leafs on, you know? I mean, and I have multiple Golden Knights jerseys as well. So I'm this a little is... disappointed in you, Stormy. You know, you wore your San Diego uh... State stuff. I mean, now we know where your heart is. We got well, it. Well, when they play in the Stanley Cup final, that's when I'll, that's yeah, when I'll wear go. it again. Well, you can we'll take that back, approach. Bounce, but bounce. yeah, I saw Femi walking out of recording GM Shuffle with the Kraken swag on, and I was like, oh, okay. Good-looking jersey, right. too. They have You know excellent. he has a special closet for his Tua jersey, though? He won't, He has, like, a special closet for his Tua jersey and his Justin Field. He doesn't bring them out. He just has them in a closet, yeah. I believe that. Yeah, I do, Completely. too. Um, but, no, it's, just, it's an awesome time of year, though, on the sports calendar, and it's also time where we get kind of random contract news every now and again. And today we got some big news with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, the power of the NFL is amazing, right? We had the great NBA games last night, and we'll talk about that later in the show, where Kawhi Leonard looked like Kawhi Leonard a couple years ago, right? Like, it was it was impressive. Best two-way player in the league when he plays like that. Oh, my gosh. And then, you know, we got the NBA games, and, and Jalen Hurts' contract just steals all the thunder, right? I mean, yeah. the NFL is this unbelievable league that – generates so much interest 12 months a year. It's really remarkable. I mean, I love it because I love the league, but those other leagues, you got to wonder. And by the way, you know, I think Will Hill's right. Like, whose idea was it to put the Nuggets Timberwolves on at 9 o'clock? So bad. Just the, in general, the scheduling that they've put together, that somebody checks off on this and is like, oh, yeah, that looks that looks like a really good idea to me is beyond yeah. me. What could go wrong? Who's staying awake? Like I said this to Mitch this morning when I walked in, like there's no chance I would have seen how great Kawhi Leonard played if I was still back in Jersey. Yep. 
I mean, the only reason I did it is because it was here. You got the three hour. I mean, the, you just missed a great moment. Like, why why did we wait till three o'clock East Coast time to start those games? Yeah, and the, the first three games of the day were obviously really exciting because you had the road dogs getting all of those upsets. But everybody was fine going to sleep for the Denver game because it was a blowout. Yeah, they I beat know. the Timberwolves Man, by 29 points. But still, points what do you think that up. rating is? What do you think that yeah, rating it's not, is? It's, no, it's, it's, it's useless. But like you said, the NFL – is certainly king, and Jalen Hurts gets his contract extension five years, $255 million, just shy of 180 guaranteed. With this deal, he becomes the highest-paid player in NFL history, $51 million in average annual value. Michael, when you saw this come down a little bit ago, what were your first impressions? Well, I mean, I, I think it's wonderful for the kid who's overcome a lot of obstacles. Oh, yeah. He gets benched in a game. You know, he doesn't, you know, he's a team player. He's selfless. He's out there rooting for Tua, goes to Oklahoma, gets drafted. I really thought he overcame his inability to anticipate throws, which I'm still not sure he does, but the Eagles designed an offense around him that fits him perfectly and give him credit for that. He's worked extremely hard. He's a exactly the type of player you want to give a lot of money to because his work ethic and his devotion towards winning is second to none. So you you got to love that. Now comes the important part here, right? Everybody says you can't pay a quarterback and go to the Super Bowl. Right. Everybody, even though Mahomes got that, everybody, you know, you can't pay a guy. That's what they're saying about Lamar. Mm -hmm. My first reaction after the glory, the glorification of the Hertz and his character would be, okay, Lamar, now we've seen three contracts. Yep. None of them have been fully guaranteed. Where are we going? Like if I'm Steve Bashotti and Eric DaCosta and Sashi Brown, I'm getting on an airplane, I'm flying down to Lamar, and we're going to find out if they really want to sign him or if they just want to use him on the tender. We're going to find that out because there's really no more excuse. Hertz went to the Super Bowl, didn't get a fully guaranteed contract after Watson's deal. Mm -hmm. We're going to see. Hertz not only went to the Super Bowl, like if you could give Super Bowl MVP to the losing team, like he would be the player you would give yeah, it to. He was the true. best player on the field in that game. Um, just the way that he performed. So now talk me through how, how does this reset the market a little to an extent with Lamar? Because I very much so thought the next quarterback that was going to get a deal was I mean they're trying to get 200 million plus guaranteed right because yeah. Kyler Murray got uh, 189 which even that's a little bit odd to me that, yeah. that Jalen Hurts ends up getting less guaranteed money than Kyler Murray but like that's what the expectation has shows been you how ridiculous the Kyler Murray contract is no right? doubt so okay so if you're Lamar you say back to Baltimore you say look Kyler Murray did a deal two years early. That's why he took less guarantee. You say Russell Wilson's in his last year of his co last contract. He was just willing to take whatever they're going to throw him. He took less guarantee. You can't say that about Hertz because Hertz is off his rookie deal. He's going to have another bite at the apple, assuming he stays healthy and plays at this level. He's going to have another bite at the apple, just like you're going to have. And he took this guarantee. So I think Burrow's contract comes in somewhat near this. I think clearly Herbert's contract, because the two people that are happiest about this contract are Mike Brown in Cincinnati, the Spanos family in Los Angeles, and frankly, Bashadi in the Baltimore Ravens. Well, and it goes to show, too, that once again, the Deshaun Watson deal was an anomaly. The Browns were desperate. They were doing whatever they could to give him that guaranteed contract. That's not going to be like... That, that's a one-off. That's not going to be the rule moving right. forward. Right, and, and that's what makes Atlanta saying they're not interested in Lamar so strange is because the only reason Lamar, the only reason Deshaun Watson is not an Atlanta Falcon today is because of the guarantee that Cleveland had to give to get back into the game. 
Remember, Cleveland got eliminated from the Deshaun Watson Derby. They got eliminated. They got back into it because they came up with this contract that they were willing to guarantee $250 million totally. So, yeah, there's a lot of teeth to this deal, and it, and it makes the other contracts a lot easier to do. And another portion of this, too, and I wonder how much this played into the negotiation factor of having that you know, not meet the $200 million guaranteed threshold was that his agent had them get the no trade clause, which yeah. um, is, I think, another element that shows that the Eagles care about their young quarterback, want to be invested in him. But I, I think that's a chip you throw that you pretend it's hard to give, but you really don't care. Really? I mean, he's your quarterback. Why would you want to trade him? And, and if it goes bad with him, he's going to want to be traded and waive it. We, how, many, how many NBA players have no trade contracts and they get traded? Mm. I mean, it's like a fake. Tr it's a fake. It's almost like I'm giving it to you, but it's really I could care less. Well, you have I'm it or thinking, not. like for Derek Carr, for example, it worked out in his favor, right? right? That he got to set the market to an extent when he went out and free agency yeah, this an extent, year. But I mean, like, but he didn't have to take the trade to the Saints. He ends up going there and getting a deal separate. Right, but I mean, at the end of the day. It, 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 the Raiders played through that contract. He wasn't going to, you know, they, they made a decision. What were they going to get from the Saints anyway? A, 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 a Saturday pick? Still something, though, versus nothing. Yeah, I guess. But to me, I, I think it's a chip that does it really. He's your quarterback. If I got to trade my quarterback, then something's really wrong. So now if you're Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, what are you thinking? Thinking I'm going to try to get more, try to get as close to it. Now, here's the thing. Hertz comes with a Super Bowl. So does Burrow. So they're very similar. Uh, you know, Hertz has to overcome not being a first over, first selection. He wasn't in the first round. So his contract was only four years. So he got a chance to, to, to come earlier. But I think this is the market. These deals typically are easy to do because you have a market. The market is here. Here's what every of these top quarterbacks are making. So you, you have a kind of a... A boundary. You have a landscape. You have a foundation to make a deal. They're easy to do. Quentin Williams deal with the Jets. He's not coming to camp. That's an easy deal for the Jets to do. They have Jeffrey Simmons just did a deal. You know, they have Payne just did a deal. So these guys are contemporaries. When contemporaries do deals, you say, okay, here's the deals. Here's the structure. All right. What do you want on average per year? What's the guarantee? And you basically are you're in the same ballpark to do the deal. It's easier. You know, I might give you more guarantee. I might take less per year. Those are the kind of things. But you know the structure and the foundation mm -hmm. of a deal. With Quinn and Williams, is that just not getting done at this point because of the Aaron Rodgers I think portion? so. I said that today on the pod, Stormy. I thought that, you know, the, the Jets are probably saying to Quentin, well, he's going to get a deal. He's a, one of their best – he is their best player. Look, until we figure out what it's going to – until we get Rodgers in here, we'll deal with you. It's crazy he's at the point already where he can get a contract extension. I feel like it was just yesterday where he's at the draft and he's going through all these questions and he sneezes and blesses himself. <laughs> That was one of my favorite things about him. But, I mean, he's obviously turned into just a bear of he's a player a really in the NFL. Player. Yeah, he is. And so I think, to me, he'll get his deal. So those deals at this level, at this high level, are easy to do. It's the deals that, are, that haunt you are the ones where you're paying a good player way too much money. Mm -hmm. That's the ones that you really have a hard time with. Now, again, it's going to be interesting because can the Eagles, they have all their players side, how the Eagles operate now with their cap, with having this much money. What is his cap number this year? What's his cap number over the next three years? The benefit that the Eagles do have is these two first-round picks will be cheap, will be economic value for them for the next five years. If you're looking in you know, the crystal ball for the Eagles, what do you see? 
Well, I think they, they have to add more defensive players. I think if they could get a defense, if Jalen Carter gets there at 10, they're taking him completely. The Eagles are going to go back to their methodology, rebuild the offensive and defensive lines. Awesome. I'm, oh, I'm just, and like you said, going back to your very first point about Jalen Hurts, I'm really happy for him that he gets this deal done, um, being benched in the national championship game with Alabama and everybody even going into this season really counting Me him included. out and not believing that Me he could included. do it. And I'm still, I'm still of the opinion, not trying to say I've proven myself right, but if the Eagles don't tailor this offense to the six-back attack, there's no way Hurts could – Hurts couldn't go to a West Coast offense and be great. He got this because he's a runner in a six-back offense. He's tough, and he makes throws, and they surrounded him with a supporting cast. Third season in the NFL, Hurts completed 66 and 0.5% of his passes, 22 touchdowns, six picks, plus another 760 yards and 13 touchdowns on the ground. Um, when we come back here on the program, we're going to talk a little NFL draft with uh, the Athletics draft analyst, Dane Brugler. He has a beast of a breakdown that is available at theathletic.com. We'll also get into a little NBA talk a little bit later. Thomas Gable, director of the Sportsbook at the Borgata, will join us in an hour or two. We'll have Mike Pritchard, former longtime NFL veteran, VEASAN host, continue to break down more of the NFL talk. This is the Lombardi Line on VEASAN East. Sports Betting Network. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odd specials, and more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport Whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 
4700. Welcome back to the Lombardi Line live from Las Vegas alongside Michael Lombardi. Stormy Bond and Tony here. And uh, we said it off the top. The NFL is king. We got the big deal with Jalen Hurts coming down this morning. And now the NFL draft beginning in just 10 days out there in Kansas City. To help us break it all down, we bring in Dane Brugler of The Athletic. Uh, has the Beast Draft Guide, which be, which has been up for about a week now. And for anybody who doesn't know what you do, Dane, with that breakdown, it is intensive. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, I appreciate that. No, the goal is to make it uh, a resource guide. Um, you know, if you don't know anything about the player, uh, you can find it in the guide. Uh, and it, it, it's less about the rankings and, you know, my opinion versus your opinion. It's more about, uh, you know, understanding their background. Uh, all the testing data, pro day, combine is in there. Um, you know, all the relevant stats, everything. So it's more of a resource guide to uh, paint a picture of each one of these uh, prospects. Yeah, and, you know, you can just see the amount of work that you've put into it, and it's wonderful. I, I think I, I credit you. You know you've this is a 12-month project. This just doesn't happen overnight <laughs> as you collect this data and go through all these players and, and understand their backgrounds, which I think in light of the Jalen Hurts contract is so important because these backgrounds and the player's work ethic are going to determine the success moving forward. And the subject always comes up on the quarterback. What quarterback? I, I just saw your recent mock. You have Richardson going to the Colts. You're not sure where to put Stroud. What are your thoughts today on that situation? Yeah, and, and we're down to 10 days to try and figure this out. And, uh, you know, last year doing, you know, my final mock leading up to last year's draft, uh, you know, I'm texting my you know buddies in the league, my sources in the league, saying, okay, where are these quarterbacks going? And they almost all said, uh, not sure, but they're going to go. They're going to go. They always go. And turns out we had one quarterback go in the first 73 picks. Now, I, I don't think we're going to see these guys fall like we did last year. These, these are much better players, better prospects. But I, I think we've been become so conditioned that, okay, quarterback one, obviously quarterback two, Colts are going to take a quarterback. That You know, I, I think we need to maybe back off a little bit and say, you know what, the Texans, they're not uh, locked in to take a quarterback if the right one is not there for them. There's so many factors that go into this. Uh, and we look at the Texans and their timeline. They have a new head coach, a new offensive coaching staff. Uh, you know, and they're not, I don't think they're pressured into, we have to take a quarterback here. And, you know, there's questions about who's, you know, who's really calling the shots. Is it Nick Casario as the general manager? How much, you know, the coaches matter in this, uh, decision-making process. And then with the Colts, they're on a completely different timeline with Chris Ballard and, you know, but a, a first year head coach there, uh, an owner that's unpredictable. So these quarterbacks are really tough to figure out. I mean, right now I, I still think a quarterback goes too, but I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if uh, we see uh, Will Anderson, um, uh, Tyree Wilson, uh, defensive end go number two, and then uh, maybe the, the Texans play around with that second. Uh, first round pick, or maybe they don't take a quarterback in the first round this year. They have a, they have two twos next year. They can wait until next year's quarterback class if they wanted to do that. So uh, it's a, it's a quarterback class where I feel better and better about uh, Bryce Young going one. Um, as long as you are comfortable with the size, I think you feel good about everything else. Yeah. And they don't feel good about that. But after that, that's where it becomes really unpredictable as we go through the top 10. Yeah, as high as a minus 450 favorite right now for Bryce Young to go number one overall. And to your point about the Texans, if they don't go quarterback, D'Amico Ryans is the perfect example of somebody who has been with a team mm -hmm. that 
has had a lot of success without a franchise quarterback and has built their strength on defense. Um, when you look at, I, I looked through your your grades of players and Hendon Hooker you do have as a second round grade, which I think we both found refreshing to see because so many people have said that Hooker could be a first round quarterback. Your thoughts there? I understand, you know, where some people are coming from there, but I, I second was as high as I could go. I mean, you, there's still a big projection here. Um, and whenever you talk about quarterbacks, you have to talk about timeline. And so Hendon Hooker, uh, coming off the ACL, he's going to start the year, uh, what, either PUP or, you know, not ready to go. And so maybe second half of the year, uh, you know, he can be your backup. And then going into next season, you're hoping he's competing for the starting job. But he's coming from an offense where you know we don't have an example of a quarterback from that that Art Briles tree that has gone on to have all this NFL success, and so it, there's going to be a, a learning curve there for him. And so there's no guarantee that even when he is fully healthy, uh, you know he's going to be in the mix to uh, you know jump right in and start NFL games. So I, I think that I understand because he, he does have clear starting potential. So I understand why he's going to go somewhere in the top 50 picks. But talk about him in you know the top 25. That's that, that's a little too rich for me. Now, if he ends up going you know 31, a team trades up into the back half of round one just to get that extra fifth year option and, and negate him not helping you that first year. I can understand that, uh, but at least where their thought process is. But the, the talk about him going top 25 is, is just awfully rich. I, I, I agree. I think you, you add the age factor in. you got to go back and really watch the Virginia Tech tape. I think that's going to be the tape that right. you have to really study to understand what, what you're getting. And Hooker's character, his work ethic are Jalen Hurts-like. So you love that part of him. The age is what, you know, it's funny. All the analytical people will tell you you have to draft young players, and everybody's now talking about drafting him in the first round. So let's <laughs> shift gears. Where are you on Anthony Richardson? I know you have him fourth at the Colts. But if you were in a draft room running a draft, would you pick Anthony Richardson, the fourth best player in the country? You know, I, I wouldn't feel great about it. I mean, obviously, it's it's a risk. And when you're drafting quarterbacks, you know, you the most important thing, it's in a tangible position. And so you have to be comfortable. Um, and this is where, you know, those of us on the outside, we're at a disadvantage. We're not in these. Uh, we're not on the whiteboard with these quarterbacks. We're not in these 30 visits where you have a chance to really get to know them better and um, understand them as people. And, and, and to your, to your credit, you mentioned Jalen hurts. Uh, you know, that that's, I, I was not super high on Jalen hurts. Uh, but when you really understand him as, as a person and the competitive toughness that he brings um, the fact that he had to go through so many ups and downs, but he had that mental toughness where he could do that and come out the other side uh, you know, the better for it. Anthony Richardson, does he have that, uh, that mentality where, cause he's going to have some low points here the first uh, few years of his NFL career. Can he withstand that storm and come through it uh, for the better? Because the mistakes are going to happen. That's where uh, those of us on the outside, I don't think we have a clear understanding. Uh, and and so a lot of NFL teams probably don't either. It, it's the toughest part of uh, evaluating quarterbacks, understanding their psyche and what they can handle. What can't they handle? Um, Richardson's the guy that didn't go to a big time high school. He was a one-year starter, has a below 500 record in his 13 starts uh, at the college level. So there's a lot of red flags here, but I understand. I, I feel good. But people always talk about the ceiling with him because of the traits. I, I want to talk about the floor because I think the, the high traits really sets the floor with him with that size, 
that, you know, he has the size of Ben Roethlisberger where he can just shake guys off him. He has the athleticism of, you know, a, a, a guy, you know, not really someone we've ever seen at that size. So he can make things happen with his legs. And then, of course, his arm, even though the accuracy is very up and down, the arm is, is special from a velocity standpoint. So I think right there, that sets the floor of what he can be. It's just the mental development that will ultimately determine the ceiling. So it, it's awfully risky to take him as early as the top five. But I can certainly understand why a team would want to bet on the traits that he has. Dave, oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. I, real quick, we only have about a minute left. Where are you on C.J. Stroud? Uh, you know, I, I, it, that Ohio State offense makes it tough. You know, he he's playing. He played with two tackles that made sure he never got hurt, or got hit. Uh, the receivers that he's throwing to. I, I mean, you have to separate him from that situation, which is never easy to do. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's the way he got better throughout the year. And then what do you do with the Georgia game? <laughs> he played his best game of his uh, career and the one that mattered the most uh, against the best defense, the biggest stage. And he played really well, showed some creativity, which we hadn't seen at all. So I'm, I'm encouraged by CJ Stroud. He throws a very pretty ball. Uh, you know, we can get into the whole S2 testing and how that factors in. That's a totally different conversation that kind of throws a wrench in this whole thing. Um, but, you know, I, I think he's a very natural passer and, you know, everything that I've, everyone that I've talked to said he's just, uh, he's a bright guy. So I, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic about what he's going to be at the next level, but there are concerns there as well. Dane, we really, really appreciate your time. Thanks for doing this. Thanks Dane. Appreciate Anytime. you. Thanks guys. Great breakdown of those top quarterbacks. Dane Brugler, NFL draft analyst at the athletic again, check out the beast. It is an insane breakdown of just about every prospect you can think of. I saw a funny tweet from Daniel Jeremiah saying that he was having nightmares about some <laughs> tight end that he'd never heard of getting drafted in the first round and and Dane similarly was like yeah I'm having I'm having those draft all, nightmares as well we all worry about those sleepers you know that that's <laughs> that's know always like we're, yeah in this day I mean back in the 80s when I was in the league too they, there was no internet now at least everybody knows every it's be hard to have now, a sleeper now. now we have too much information yes. I feel like okay quick break Thomas Gable of the Borgatas this is the Lombardi line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. I said it off the top of the show. This is such a great year for sports, time of year, excuse me, for sports and for betting. And there's so much going on in the next 30 days. For a limited time, you can subscribe to VSIN for just $9.99 and follow all of the action. That gets you insight into daily baseball best bets. NBA and NHL postseason, the Kentucky Derby, as well as the upcoming NFL draft. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers are going to get access to our daily recap of top plays made from VEASAN show hosts and guests. You get tools like our betting splits as well that let you see where money and bets are moving for every game. And now we have a top VEASAN experts leaderboard where you can view betting records, profit, and ROI and see which VEASAN experts any given week has the hot hand. It's all really great stuff. Sign up now for $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe excited to welcome in the one and only thomas gable tg director of the race and sports book over at the borgata to the program and thomas three of the four games uh in the nba we saw yesterday had road dogs winning outright i feel like that had to break up some money line parlays and a lot of things so you, you the sports book is staying in business over there at the borgata uh, you're you are <laughs> correct for me that it, that it certainly did um, you know, everybody who threw the bucks into their money line parlays and man, it was, uh, uh, some surprising results. Uh, hopefully the injuries that we saw occur yesterday, um, hopefully they aren't too bad. I mean, you'd hate to see Giannis, uh, be out and, uh, and, and Morant, but, 
you know, you finally get to the playoffs where everybody's trying, everybody's trying to win, and then you have injuries happen to to star players or key players, and you just, you know, that's not the way you want to see things uh, play out. Yeah, I, I think to me, you know, Giannis's injury. I, I mean, Miami played at a level yesterday, TG. I don't think anybody expected. I can't imagine. You took much money knowing Miami barely beat the Bulls and needed Max Strauss to shoot the ball so well on the heat to beat Milwaukee in that game. No, there wasn't much Miami money. And like you said, I mean, people, uh, certainly the rest advantage was with uh, Milwaukee. The betters realized that. Uh, Heat had already had to play two games there. And uh, I certainly didn't expect the uh, the effort that Miami came out with. Jimmy Butler, though, I mean, the guy played like he was possessed again. And, uh, I mean, he's just, uh, you know, he, he is one of the best when it comes to the playoffs. Playoff Jimmy, 29 points and 10 assists in the first three quarters of yeah. that game. What was the biggest surprise for you? I, I think Miami winning yesterday was a, a very big surprise for me. Um uh, the Clippers and Suns series, I think that's going to be a fun one. Uh, Kawhi, you know, he stepped up when needed. Westbrook did Westbrook-type things, shot extremely poorly, but, you know, he made up for it with his defense and rebounding uh, and just overall energy, uh, what he brought. Uh, and I think, you know, the Lakers getting out to a, a 1-0 lead in that series was big for them. Um, you know, Morant injury aside, um, that was big. And at halftime, everybody was running the obituary for them when it looked mm-hmm. like Davis was going to be out. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the whole thing yesterday, when, when I was watching the Lakers, I just never got the sense that the Grizz were ever going to – I mean, I know they had the lead at halftime, but they never looked like they could get in control of the game. And I, I just don't – with Morant not being able to play, they're so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see that one going seven. I really don't. I don't see how the Lakers just don't storm right through that And stormy. Steven Adams and Brandon Clark yeah. just add it to the list. And listening to John Morant's postgame press conference yesterday, he did not sound optimistic, said his pain was a 10, and that's a re-injury to that hand he already had yeah. uh, taped up a good bit. We do have, TG, two games coming up tonight, the 76ers and Nets, as well as the Golden Uh-oh. State Warriors and Kings. He's got the play. Stuckerated. He's taking a ton of money. I know it. What's I know he is. He's got what nine and a half. You get to ten. Talk before us this through is over. it. They don't need, it. huh? Oh, listen. That that number is is uh, at, at ten right now. So uh, the Sixers and um, it, you know the, the Nets are going to need to get more production from people not named Mikel Bridges if they want to hang in the series. I you know, I think you'll probably see Seth Curry on the floor more uh, tonight defensively. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Will they continue to double and beat as soon as he has the ball and allow open shots again, or, or will they not double as much and, and contest more, more of the outside shooting for the Sixers? Uh, you know, for the Sixers, I don't think we see many adjustments at all. Uh, they played exactly as they had hoped, and even if you let Bridges get his points, someone else will have to step up and make this close if the Sixers are executing like they did on Saturday. Now, when Embiid sits... You know, that second group that plays with Harden, uh, D'Anthony Melton, uh, Jalen McDaniels, Niang, and Paul Reed, that's going to be a key group, I think, throughout the playoffs in making sure that they can continue to get stops on the defensive end um, and that they can hit their shots. We know there's a group that can shoot, 
they're going to rely on Harden to do a lot of the work and kind of wait for him to get them the, the basketball. But I, I thought what was interesting, Michael, and I don't know if you heard this, was what Doc Rivers said after, after that game, um, that it was James Harden's decision to play Montreal's Harold early in the season instead of Paul Reed, that it wasn't Doc's decision, according to him. Get out of here. Now, Reed, I, I swear he said that. i got to look this Reed up. A, yep, Reed had 11 points in game one on five or six shooting, four rebounds, two steals, and I know Michael's been beating the drum for Reed all year, not understanding why Harold was getting the minutes early on, and then Doc comes out and says, well, that was actually James Harden's decision. Well, it's nice to know James has taken over the coaching role too, so yeah. that's good. I, I'm shocked that you know that that you know I'm not shocked Doc lets him do it. I'm sure Doc had a tea time too to hit too, but you know to me, as I've often said about Doc, he he is a progress stopper, and this has been proven over time. He doesn't like young players, and he's not going to play young players that need play time so that come April they're ready to play and perform and this is one of the things you do is if you're the general manager of the 76ers and you know Doc's your coach you can forget about any young player Springer you know hasn't played any minutes at all and yet when he had a chance to play he played well and they they refused to do this is it's shake Milton can't even get in the game now he won't put it he won't play him so he can blame Harden all he wants his track record speaks for itself but you know, I, I think this line, to me, I would be surprised if the Sixers shot as well as they did, TG. I'm not saying they're going to yeah. lose tonight, but I think 10.5 is a rover reaction to it. Unbelievable shooting night, Stormy. You just can't shoot that well from the three-point line. Yeah, it doesn't happen you're, every night. Go ahead, TG. Yep. No, you're, Michael's absolutely right on that. And not only talk about the spread in relation to that, let's look at the total. Yeah. So right now, the total's in the 213. And the, the total closed 213.5 in game one. Now, it did go over. Um, but, again, that, the reason it went over in game one was because of the shooting performance from the Sixers and how efficient they were. It was not because of the pace of play. Right. In fact, the level of possessions w- was down from what they typically have during the regular season. So if there's any sort of regression here in game two shooting-wise for the Sixers, uh, you really should be looking to play that total under. Kings Warriors, uh, best game of the weekend, in my opinion, yes. by far, uh, the way that they came out. Obviously, the Kings get that upset win early on, despite it being a short spread. The Warriors are favored yet again. Where? How is this game being bet? And as far as the series price goes, where do you guys have Golden State now down 1-0? So Golden State is still favored for the series. Um, even though they're they're down, and you know, this is it. I mean, here here we go for Golden State tonight. You know, can they prove that they can actually win on the road? Um, they're not going to get out of this series without winning in Sacramento. And you know, they had the chance at the end of Game One to tie it uh, with the ball in the hands of the guy you want to have the ball in that situation. It came up just short. Um, and the Kings have an opportunity here to take care of business at home, where the energy level will be just as high, I think, as you saw in Game One. Great, great atmosphere there in, Sac- in Sacramento. Uh, and you have to give the Kings credit for being able to withstand those runs that Golden State makes. Uh, but can they do that for an entire series where they can take the best punch that Golden State gives? A lot of teams, they'll, they go down when, when Golden State starts hitting them like that. Um, there's no doubt I think this Kings team believes in itself, even if not many people outside of Sacramento do. Uh, the bench was great. We got uh, 32 from Malik Monk, four threes from Lyles. Question's going to be on this total uh, for me. I think 
we saw 237 and a half in game one. It went over. Uh, right now, it's sitting at 239 and a half or 240 uh, right now for tonight's game. Uh, you know the Kings are going to continue to look to push the pace. Uh, we know the Warriors can score in bunches. If this game flies over 240 tonight, I'm already looking at what, what the adjustment's going to be here for game three. Awesome stuff. Uh, last 30 seconds before we let you go. It's the first night of the NHL playoffs. Uh-oh. Where's your biggest liability at the Borgata? Well, definitely the Bruins uh, to win the Cup. Uh, that's our biggest liability. Well into the six figures there uh, on the Bruins. Uh, you know, not a surprise with how they looked uh, during the regular season. Everybody uh, was taking a shot on them to to win the Cup. Uh, they have uh, the Panthers tonight uh, opening up the uh, open up the playoffs, and Hurricanes Islanders also will be a heavily bet game here with uh, with the Islanders. In it. Awesome stuff, TDG. TDG, appreciate you. Love it. Good luck, TG. All right, thank you, guys. And uh, I hope the Bruins get it done. I do have a futures ticket on them as well. But President's Trophy winners have not fared well uh, since 2013-14. There hasn't been a single President's Trophy winner that has even made the cup final. Hopefully, the Bruins buck the trend this year. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any MLB game. If all the legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to 25 bucks. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt in to the one-game parlay insurance promotion. You receive up to 25 bucks back in bonus bets if your parlay with four legs or more loses by only one leg. Just at BetMGM, the best place to bet on baseball. 
Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. We are rolling along here on the Lombardi line, live from Circa Resort and Casino. And we got into a good bit of the NBA postseason with Thomas Gable at the Borgata a moment ago. But, I mean, Big upsets and star injuries, really the name of the game this opening weekend. Yeah, I, I thought you you hit the nail on the head, though. I thought the, the Clippers' Suns and the Warriors-Kings were the two best games by far. You know, the Lakers-Grizzly was a good game. For, I mean, the, the Grizz had the half. But to me, you know, I, I'm not sure this – I think we're making way too much out of the Warriors playing on the road. That game was there for the taking. I mean, it took an incredible effort by Monk and Fox to beat them. You know, Sabonis didn't play very well. We know that. But to me, can that happen again? I think the one thing about the NBA, when you study it, it's the percentages always come back to the norm. So when a team has this incredible night of shooting and like the 76ers, you know, don't play off. That's why I asked TG the other day. I said, is this number? It was eight and a half. Now it's up to 10. Mm -hmm. I think it's close. I think you have to be looking at it. It's going to bounce back. The, the, you always return to the mean. But I thought last night, and I'm thankful that I'm living in on the West Coast for this next month because I would have never seen Kawhi Leonard yep. if it wasn't for that. I mean, it was incredible the way he played. Now, give Phoenix credit. They took him away in the last second. I, I was cursing Westbrook the entire game. Like, what are you doing with these? Th he's three for 19 from the floor. That's Westbrook, though. He's never seen a shot he didn't like. I know, but Stormy, my lord, but he makes two or three plays down the stretch that won the game for him. Yep, it's it's the rebound, the offensive rebounds in the last forty seconds of the game are remarkable, and then the defensive play. Westbrook three of nineteen three from of the 19 floor. Three of nineteen from the floor, but. Like you said, down the stretch when it mattered, he was able to step up. Um, Kawhi I don't think Leonard, he has any memory of anything when he shoots. Like he, you know, he misses a fifteen footer, he comes back and he does it. I mean, Kawhi, there were a couple possessions he doesn't even give Kawhi a chance to get the ball. I could see why people don't like playing with him. You know, even though he's, he, if he understood his role, he could be so well, good. He's used to being an MVP, right? He still has that mindset. Yeah, but he his shots not there. He can't. He doesn't. But. Look, he does some things that'll help, but you can see why teams keep signing him. But I thought that was a great game. I really did. Yeah, but I, I love the Warriors. To, 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 I mean, I think the Warriors are going to still come out of that. I really do. I think we're making too much of it. Well, and that's why, as Thomas Gable pointed out, the Warriors, even down 1-0 in the series in Sacramento, still the favorites in that set. Uh, that game had 24 lead changes, 10 lead changes in the fourth quarter alone. Nobody had a lead bigger than 10. Um, and it was interesting because Steph Curry has the opportunity at the end, isn't able to convert, but De'Aaron Fox and his playoff debut was incredible, especially there in the second half. I wanted to go back to what you said about Kawhi Leonard, though, because he had 38 points on 54% shooting, 41 and a half minutes that he was out there on the court. And what was most impressive to me, though, was that he, as a defender, going up against Kevin Durant and was able to hold him scoreless in not only scoreless in clutch time those last few minutes of the game, but without a shot. Yeah, no, that was really impressive. I, that was the Kawhi we saw yeah. in Toronto when they won the title. And if he plays like that and has the competitive stamina to continue like that, then you, you got to believe the Clippers are going to be a hard out. And, you know, they're going to have to make some adjustments to get Durant to where he needs to play. But you know, even Plumley was good in the game. I mean, Plumley came in and gave him really good, solid minutes in there. 
So, you know, the Clippers, you know, what you always want to see with, with teams, football, basketball, it doesn't matter, is how do they overcome a, of adversity during the game? Mm-hmm. You know, they have that big lead. The lead gets eaten up in the third quarter. Now they're behind. They fight back. They find a way to win. I, I thought the Clippers were really impressive. Uh, uh, Steve Ballmer was impressive, too. Have you ever seen a guy celebrate like that as much as he does? I mean, maybe Schroeder, when I saw in that play-in game, <laughs> just was driving me nuts. I also, like, I don't know about you, but I didn't have Austin Reeves screaming, I'm him, on my bingo card in the yeah. Lakers game as well. But, I mean, that's what we got, and that was a very How exciting finish. How was Austin finish. Reeves a free agent, though? I mean, he was a good player at Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, he carried that team with, you know, uh, with Lon Kruger's team in Oklahoma. I thought he was a good player, but, you know, the NBA strange. When you give some of these young players some time, I'm not saying they're great there's so many role players, but when when you're around the role players, around a great player, he always looks a little better. So when it comes to the injuries, you know, this is obviously an NFL focused show, and it felt a little bit like an NFL Sunday afternoon, the way that a lot of these star player injuries kept yeah. coming down. And which one do you think might be would be the most impactful um, in terms of a team getting to that ultimate? So you have Giannis, who has the back contusion, the X rays did come back negative. So the hope is that he's not going to have to miss that much time. But John Morant re-injures that hand. Um, they're already down Steven Adams yeah. and Brandon Clark. Tyler Hero breaks his wrist. So he's out. He's out. Um, and then Paul George likely to miss this series yeah. against the Suns. Well, I, I mean, obviously, the most debilitating injury has got to be Morant because they, they Morant has to play at a really high level for them to beat the Lakers. And I'm not sure that he can even, even if he played at that level, they can beat the Lakers. So to me, that's, we all like the Lakers going into this because of the Lakers defense since the trade deadline yep. where they wanted one of the best teams in the league. So for me, uh, Morant's injury is bad. I, I get the sense that Giannis, if it's, if the x-rays are negative, it's really becomes a pain tolerance thing. Right. And, it, and this is playoff time. And, and to get past Miami, Butler played incredible. We saw this last year. Butler would play great for a game kind of not the same the next game and then play another great game. It was, I think his age makes him as less consistent. At Hard that, to string at, those high level, level performances That together. elite level performance, yeah. right? We didn't see that elite level. So in Hero being out, you know, does that mean, will they move Kyle Lowry back in the starting lineup? I don't know. As far as the John Morant stuff goes, like we have seen the Grizzlies historically play well without John Morant. That's true. But this is... I mean, you can beat the the Hornets and the Hawks yeah. and, and teams like that. LeBron and AD and their bench performing at that level are going to be a different story. To win a series, you have to you have to be able to score on your own with five minutes to go in the game when the game's close. We saw that with Kawhi. Yeah. Right. Can can the Grizzlies do that without Moran on the court? Can is there anybody else who's going to break down the defense one on one besides that? I think that's the question you have to ask yourself. Can you get the lead in the first half without Morant? Yeah, probably can. But to win the game, to close mm-hmm. out the game, you're going to make these plays or you have to have somebody who can penetrate and dish to it and, and hit an open shot. I mean, look, let's face it. The Warriors have a chance to win that game the other day. They dished it out and Clay, what, I think Clay missed the open shot in the corner. You know, I mean, I know that, that that Steph had the open shot to tie the game, but yeah. before that possession, right. I think Clay had that open shot. He just missed it. That that to me was everything went right for the Kings. I don't think it's going to go right tonight. What's the line tonight? What are they? One and a half. One and a half. I, I mean, I, I got to believe the Warriors are going to play well tonight. 
Yeah, we'll see how they perform in a bounce back. Uh, one and a half point favorite in Sacramento. Total 239 and a half. Also see some 240s out there. And Nets and 76ers also tonight a 10, 10 and a half point spread. I've seen anywhere between nine and a half and 10 and a half. Um, across, like just look shop this, around and see half. what it number you're looking half, for. It was eight and a half the other night. And now it's up to 10 and a half. Now, I will say this about the Sixers. I didn't think Embiid played very, I didn't think he played the way he typically had been playing. I think he was a little bit, his conditioning wasn't to the level it was during the season. I think the week off, well, he was rusty. He'll probably be better tonight. But they're not going to shoot that level that they did with the 21 three-pointers. I mean, everybody was getting them going into it. So uh, it's not going to be an easy one for yeah. them tonight. But th- the Nets just don't have another player to go along. I mean, Spencer did what he's got to play really lights out. It was a 20-point win as an 8.5-point favorite game one. Now, like we said, we're seeing that 10.5, but maybe is that a little bit too large in the second game? Um, Also, we were looking in the commercial break. I think that it might be worth a bet on the Nuggets to win either in a sweep or with one loss because you're going to be profitable either way, plus 205, plus 285. That's a great play. And Timberwolves just like look checked out. I mean, they did. They, they and and we don't even understand the culture within that that locker room, and they just didn't. And I think the Nuggets are tired of hearing about how great everybody else is. Mm-hmm. They play. No, they'll continue to play at a higher level. I I, I think this is this has four one written all over it. Maybe four zero. Yeah, they're an eight dollar favorite in the series now for a reason. But I I don't see any reason. Uh, against betting Denver to get a no, sweep the, in this the game play or to just make lose money one here. Game. You're right, Stormy. The play to make money is in the series total. Yeah, because the series spread, uh, if you go under five and a half, is minus 135, but you're going to have a better bang for your buck if you just bet the 4-0 and 4-1. So yeah. food for thought. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, some folks got to step into the old office of Uh-oh. Mr. Michael Lombardi. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.